So what if instead of focusing on trying to figure out alcohol, you tried to figure out yourself. You learned how to do all of the things that you think alcohol is doing for you, but better. You tapped into really understanding what the messages from your body meant and how to use your emotions to your advantage and how to really expand your desires to get what it is you finally really want and have real, lasting, sustainable pleasure. That is possible for you, and it is all available to you in the self-study course, The Naturally Sober Woman. It is everything that I teach my one-on-one clients, but it is compact for you, lifetime access on demand at a super affordable price available to you right now. You're going to go to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, right there. It'll say self-study course or follow the link in the show notes right here. Get in there. One short video, just the welcome ceremony. There's a commence, a beautiful commencement ceremony that really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mary Wagstaff. I am a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help women just like you from around the world eliminate their desire for alcohol by claiming themselves as author of their own life. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my Stop Drinking and Start Living program that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules of what you thought was possible and the profound journey that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so excited that you are here. Now on with the show. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. It's Mary Wagstaff. How are you doing today? I am feeling really good. I've been just staying so motivated and excited all week of getting the information out there that the new program is open and the portal doors will be open. Stop drinking and start living program on April 1st. 2022, and I'm sure you've already heard that, but the pre-enrollment is happening now. So make sure to get in to get your special bonus of a private one-on-one session with me. I would love to meet you. And this session is a quantum healing session. Um, We can talk about whatever is most important to you, but we will infuse this specific method to really awaken your own innate wisdom that sometimes gets overshadowed um, by alcohol. And there is all of these facets of the quote-unquote problem of alcohol that you can't see through right now, and they're really clouding what you already know, 
right? They're clouding a really clear answer. And so there's a lot of different ways that I do this and I kind of intuitively decide once we talk a little bit, but it's a profound experience and a lot of clarity and transformation. The reason it's called quantum healing because a a large amount can happen in a short amount of time. A, A big, huge shift can happen in a very short amount of time. So I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. So also, if you're hearing this in real time today, Wednesday, which is March 30th, 2022, I'm going to be doing a Q&A live um, on Zoom. It will be a webinar style format where you can come ask any question in the Q&A. And if you want, you can come on and get coaching if we have time for that. Um, So if you go to my website, there will be an option to join, um, get the free training, and that's how you get onto my mailing list, which if you don't have the free training, you also want that because that is um, the, the five shifts that we really focus on in the Stop Drinking and Start Living program and all of the, you know, reason why you're here and you continue to listen, but it's kind of this like condensed version of it. So you'll get the Zoom link into your inbox um, for that. And if for some reason you don't get it, I'm going to leave my email in the show notes as well. And you can email me and I will make sure that you get that. Okay. So today I want to talk about alcohol exhaustion. Alcohol exhaustion is more than likely where you are at right now. So tiredness, fatigue, lack of energy, loss of vigor, overwhelm, right? Alcohol exhaustion is when you get to a point in your relationship with alcohol where it seems like It is all you can think about. And it's not that you're necessarily having urges and the desire to drink all day long, but the overwhelm of planning and preparing is exhausting, right? It is waking up wondering about alcohol or or what happened the night before and then deciding when you're going to be getting more and then deciding to drink it and, oh my God, I can't handle this. I need a drink. It's like, all of the sudden, unintentionally, it just comes on and it hits you. And I really remember very, very vividly being in that place of alcohol exhaustion where I was thinking about it and I was drinking more because I was, it was after I had had Emmett and I was home more. And then I started doing a little bit of contract work for my old boss and I, I was a pretty independent, you know, contract employee so I would be getting, you know, like white claws at my lunch break and then coming home and you know, drinking early in the day if I didn't have to work, I would like fill up my a little coffee mug with wine, my wine box at like two o'clock, you know, so I just would go from like coffee to wine. And um, it was when Emmett, and I've said this on the show, started calling my wine at two years old, coffee red. And it was that moment that I really 
like I had already known. I mean, I've known for 20 years that I wanted to quit drinking essentially, but it was like so prevalent. And I, the new stress, like the stress of being a mom and being at home, I had never, you know, not worked. I'd always worked for myself. It was just this new phase of my life that I didn't know how to really be by myself. I didn't really know how to be fully present with this little person, even through all the mindfulness training that I had done, like I could do it when it was by was by myself, but this was like this whole other spectrum of mindfulness that I had to practice. And, and, you know, when you're with a little person, it's like, and you're an adult, you know, it's like playing with blocks for all day is, it gets it gets old after a while, right? And I mean, I love playing and I love being a mom and I love all that, but the opposite of exhaustion is awakening. The opposite of exhaustion is enlivened, vitality, right? Enthusiasm, all of the things passion, your spark, all of the things that you're longing for. And this thing is so clouding your vision because it's so powerful and it's so strong that you, it's the only way you think right now that you can get those things that you, it's your go-to for your spark. It's your go-to for your passion, for your brightness, right? And that is because of what's happened in your brain, because the way that it affects the feel good pleasure chemicals in the brain. And it very quickly overshadows our ability to experience and to even see or remember what it was like to get to have natural pleasure. And you might be experiencing that in some way. Of course, you know, I was enjoying my work. I was enjoying my yoga practice. I was enjoying my life, my family. I was in love with being a new mom, but I was always, it was, I was so exhausted mentally from the alcohol that it was the only thing that I can do. And I actually remember that I'm just remembering this now saying this many, many, many years ago when I used to wait tables and I would say, I'm so tired because we would just bust it all night long. And I was like, I'm so tired. The only thing I can do is drink. And that is when the you're, you're overriding the body's wisdom. You're overriding the body saying it's time for bed right? And the other thing that adds to the exhaustion are those conflicting beliefs that you're you're having right now. They are very confusing, but that argument, right? That constant dialogue is also what is exhausting you. And then what's the solution, right? Like, let's check out. So, The reason that you're having these conflicting beliefs is because for so long and so much of your life and still you identify with alcohol and it is revealing itself to you as no longer useful. So there is this other way you're identifying these other desires, these other longings that you have that are in in opposition. And when we have conflicting beliefs, we have a conflict in our identity. We have a conflict in who are we then in the world? I remember a good friend of mine once saying, you know, do I even like music? Because 
she was a huge concert goer and every time she would go to these shows, she would get, you know, blackout drunk and, um, or not really remember them fully. It was like a more, it became more about the alcohol. And she was just like, do I even like music? Do I even like this? And yes, you do, but you haven't given yourself a chance at experiencing it and rebuilding those chemical pleasure stores in your brain to have a natural, wholesome, good time, right? And so your identity is shifting because you're getting older and there's a natural maturation process of this. But what we need in any time we make a huge shift in our life is we have to really consciously choose to step into a new identity. And we have to just decide, this is who I want to be, right? You're identifying as a drinker, but you need to, and you don't need to identify as sober. And that is what feels like such a turnoff right now, right? Because the narrative says, if you can't hang you're broken, right? And so this cultural narrative or this societal narrative that everyone kind of has in the back of their head, but no one's really like, I mean, there are some schools of thought saying it, but we're competing with an indoctrination from a billion dollar industry, right? So when people come to me, not only, and I went through this myself, not only are we, you know, dismantling the beliefs that you have around alcohol, that you need it for X, Y, and Z, because that's not true. You don't need it. You have all of the evidence right now. And that's what coaching is. It's us exploring your thoughts of what you think is true and what you think are facts and really the reality, and you just haven't explored it yet. You just haven't gotten curious. You just haven't uncovered those thoughts because right now, alcohol is a boulder in your life. It is overshadowing everything, but what it really is is a pebble. You just can't see past it right now. And so we have to uncover that the personal narrative of the identification of alcohol. And then we also have to uncover the social narrative of alcohol, which is competing because the marketing campaign of alcohol is very, very good, right? So this is what I, I'm like competing against the marketing of alcohol, right? You know, and I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I don't need to convince you of anything. You're here listening to this because you know, and I know because I was there, right? Right. And it's, you know, the challenge is really, and I remember this, it's like really believing that it it could be better on the other side, but what could, if it was just one ounce less of exhaustion, right? And this is draining you. It's taking the life out of you. And it's because this thing that's causing you so much pain most of the time is still something you want because it's all you've been practicing, right? It's a simple process of learning. And I've talked about this so many times. And the other problem is, and this is why you're here, is that the answer that you seek doesn't actually exist in the current narrative, right? Because we have the narrative of alcohol being normal. And if you can't drink, you can't hang and all of these other things, which you know, of course, alcohol is neutral. It doesn't make you bad. It's not bad. But the narrative that it is the solution to your happiest life is not true. 
life is easier without alcohol. And I stand by that 110%. And all of my clients believe life is easier now without alcohol when you eliminate and reduce your desire and your attachment to drink. So we're also competing. I guess there is another one. We're also competing with the narrative of quote unquote recovery, which is why I don't go there, right? That that there's only one way to recover and you are clawing, you are hanging on tight. It is like, oh my God, can I just make it through this? And that you're always going to want to drink. And that's the scariest part, right? Am I always going to want alcohol if I stop? No. And that's where I come in because the other model says something different, right? And now that's fine. And there are a lot of people with certain beliefs, but this is something else that is a belief, not a fact, that you is not useful that we really have to sift through. And this is what makes it where you are now challenging. But what I want you to know is that I know the way out and it works. And it's simple. It's much more simple than you think because this constant thinking. You are just being swept away and carried away right now by your thoughts and your emotions. And it feels like you are just along for the ride. But once we start to use the five shifts and we step into the place of the observer and you get coached and you, and you learn how to process your emotions and you start to see your thoughts are choices and you can observe them and just become aware of them and say like, Hey, thanks. Like I see you. Um, but I don't think that's true for me anymore. Or even if it is true, it's like, yeah, it's not useful. So I'm going to decide to think some new thoughts now. All it is, is a shift in perspective. So this exhaustion that you have right now can literally be eliminated almost in an instant. And I am not joking about that. Is there time that you will need to unravel the emotional and physical implications of alcohol? Absolutely. Do your dopamine stores need to re-regulate in all the other systems of your body? Absolutely. But that exhaustion can go away very quickly. That piece of it, and I talked about it on yesterday's show, happened for me in a minute. Literally, there was one thing that I said to myself and all of a sudden I could see it so much more clearly. And that's what happens to my clients too. They start to watch their thoughts. They start to just become aware and observe their thoughts without attachment. And all of a sudden they exhale. (sighs) That thing now becomes a choice. The story becomes a choice, right? So when we have conflicting beliefs about our identity, this is affecting us at the most base root level of who we are, our survival, because how we identify and the stories that we tell ourselves is what creates our experience and our existence. It's how we make meaning out of our lives, right? So when we start to see that this thing we've put so much meaning into, when you start to have that glimmer and exposing that that you're reaching for meaning in something that is meaningless, and, and I don't say this like in a negative way. I just say this in the way that there's no, like there's no end game, right? You don't drink and then you have this other bigger, better result at the end of it, 
right? It's not like you put in the effort, you do the work, and then you have the thing, right? It's just this moment in time that creates a deficit. And it's it, it has no intrinsic value, maybe for medicinal purposes, right? So, but for the most part, this, so when we're reaching, when we realize just through like, again, natural maturity growing up, the, the, there's only one way, there's only one road with alcohol. It doesn't get easier the more you drink. It gets more challenging to quit the more you drink because of the frequency and duration creates a stronger habit. The neural pathways in your brain get strengthened, right? I mean, it's super highway. So, but when you have that glimmer of, oh, it's not what I thought it was, or it's not what it once was, now, well, what is the meaning? Who am I? Then what do I do? Right? I mean, and so this is this is big, right? It's it's kind of shocking. There's some grief, there is some confusion, and that is why I created this program and that is why I'm so passionate about this work because you're not alone and there are so many there are so many women that feel this way all around the world. And I'm here to change the narrative about alcohol, the normalizing part of it, about what it means to get support, and about the truth of your actual beliefs that it could be something you once did, but it doesn't need to be something that you do forever, right? Like when you start to see that this boulder is a pebble, it just becomes a drink. And it's like, oh my gosh, we are obsessed with alcohol completely obsessed with it, you know? And, but you, the the best part, my favorite part, (laughs) my favorite part about this process is that it can just be over, right? Like you can just move on. You can eliminate, reduce your desire to drink. You know, it happens very quickly. That's why I say in 90 days, you could reduce your desire to drink so much that this exhaustion, you are in the vigor. You are in the revitalization. You are the awakening, right? Like you are in the self-authority. And then the rest of it is just kind of maintaining preparing ahead of time, you know, for, for events, um, really solidifying your commitment to yourself and the truth, right? Like anchoring into the truth of knowing alcohol doesn't change and like, I'm always going to get the same result with alcohol. I'm, and that is a fact. I am always going to get the same result with alcohol every single time. But you can get a different result in your life because of what you have control over, which is your brain, which is your thoughts. And so a shift of perspective is a shift in your thinking. And that's really what coaching is. But it can happen in an instant. It can happen in a moment, one one aha right? And you may have had it already on this show, right? And so what happens with you when you have the right tools and the right support is it happens that quickly. And that is why I designed this program so that you could get in and get out and then have backup support for the unexpected. Because like I said yesterday, there's just these seasons 
of things that come up. And now I'm not saying it's, you're going to never think about alcohol again in 90 days, but it's, you're going to alleviate that exhaustion. You're going to see more clearly. You're going to have just cognitive ability, right? You're going to have moved through some of those first phase kind of challenges. Um, and you're going to have a plan, like you're going to have the tools that you know how to implement. And so it happens really quickly. And but it doesn't happen quickly if you don't change your mind because you cannot drink. I mean, I've worked with people that were that, that were sober for three years and miserable. And then we worked together for six months and they were like, oh yeah, I'm never going back to drinking, right? And they had been in some other treatment programs or whatever. And it was just such a shift for them. So, and it takes everyone a little bit of a different time Um just based on their external circumstances, right? Like some of the other stressors that they that they kind of have to navigate through, the time that they spend actually doing the work and everyone has different circumstances. But from my evaluation over the last two years, it really is about the first 90 days where people get the the biggest shift and then the rest is really seeing what areas are still causing them challenges, Um, And then, so then we know where our work is because, and this part's so important, if you are constantly starting over and quote unquote relapsing or whatever that term is, I don't, you know, we don't use any of that stuff. Um, How discouraging is that, right? So I will have people that come and of course you have to take alcohol off the table to gain clarity and to and to work on these dopamine levels and the other systems of the body. But you know, where it's like it's it's been a great couple of weeks, that daily, that daily fog, that daily exhaustion, that daily drink is gone. The the wanting to go to the the liquor store after work is gone. The even um you know, the weekend kind of worry or is gone or the wanting to go out on Friday night or even like the dinner the wine at dinner. And it's, um, you know, being with, being with a specific group of friends, that's the challenge. Right. And then the, the, the person has a drink or two drinks or whatever, and they're, they're observing it. They're curious the whole time about it. Right. Well, you don't lose those other thing times where you are no longer desiring alcohol. So now we know we concentrate specifically on well what are your thoughts in that circumstance right because we've 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 really gone over your thoughts in these other circumstances but now you have these uncovered beliefs about being in this one specific circumstance where it's it's harder for you to it's harder for you to allow an urge or you're having urges more because of the thoughts that you're thinking right and that's the difference so it doesn't matter if you have a drink one day. It matters that you are generating the evidence and celebrating, oh my gosh, I don't want to have a drink anymore while I'm cooking dinner, right? But when I know that I'm going to go hang out with this one group of friends or whatever it is for this particular person, I start to get nervous and can I like be myself and blah, 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 all these things. And then we focus there, right? We see, well, what are the thoughts and are they true? What are the thoughts and are they useful? Even if they're true, are they useful? I always drink with these friends. So what? Right? Now you don't. <laughs> so let's find a thought that works for you, that that is going to support you, right? 
I love this person. These are my friends. That's just a great thought. These are my friends. And so we tackle all of it, all of the BS that the habit of alcohol has got you thinking, right? And I was there. We are all there. And it's it's kind of like, it can be humorous and alcohol is no joke, but it's like, when you start to pull it out and you actually say it out loud and write it down, some of it's like, oh my God, just saying it out loud, it just doesn't even, it just doesn't even make sense, right? Um, it's like, when you even just, I was drinking because I didn't want them to feel bad. Like, no, stop it. No, <laughs> that one we don't know. I wasn't drinking because I didn't want them to feel bad. Like saying that out loud makes no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. It makes sense in the moment when you want to drink. That's why you're drinking. You're not drinking because you don't want them to feel bad. You're drinking because you have a habit and an addiction to alcohol, right? And that's just the thought that the habit comes up with. So it's not what you do. It's what you are thinking when you do it right? So you can go to a party and not drink and think this is terrible. I can't believe I can't drink. I want to drink. I want to drink. I want to drink. And that's the result you get. Or you can go and not drink and think, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be out of the house. I'm here's my friends. I'm all set. I got the tools. I've got my ETA. I know exactly what to do. And this is a new opportunity for me to see, do I really like music without alcohol? right? What a different energy. It's not what you do. It's what you are thinking when you do it. Amazing. Stop drinking and start living program. Pre-enrollment is open right now. And if you sign up before through Friday, um, April 1st, you will, um, you will be prompted to, to schedule a one-on-one session with me. So I'd love to meet you. Let's do this. And if not, enrollment's going to be open. We're going to, you know, I'll be continue to do some promotions, um, probably monthly and have some live Q and A. So you'll, you'll hear more, you'll see more, you'll get more opportunities. You can always write in if you have any questions. Um, and I think it would be so fun to do this program with a friend because you can do the course material and come to the Q&A and you can both start to coach each other and just have that person to have a conversation with and, um, you know, like make it make it an adventure, right? Like, let's see if we can do this for this spring and summer because, What's going to happen is COVID's, mo- you know, mostly over. People are going to come out of the pandemic and they're going to want to, you guys are going to want to be social, but then you're going to get to the end of being social after all of these two years that you've spent drinking and you're going to be more exhausted. And it's not like have, let this summer be the summer of life, of real connection. Seriously, I can't emphasize enough the the space, the creativity, the cognition, the vitality that will flow through you. If you haven't listened to any of the client spotlight interviews, go listen to them and see what really happens in this program. And I'm just so excited to coach you. And I'm really proud of this work that I'm doing. And I'm really proud of you for showing up to consider a new way because we're breaking all the rules and 
what I know, this is my future prediction, is that alcohol is kind of on its way out as far as popularity, and it will someday be what cigarettes are now in our culture. People will still drink. It's a huge industry, and they've got an amazing marketing campaign, (laughs) one that I'm trying to compete with. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be, it won't be, like, I think when Emmett is my age, it will be a much different thing. So trailblazing it. I love you. You're amazing. And yeah, I can't wait to see you inside the program. All the information that you need is in the show notes, but marywagstaffcoach.com. And you just click the link to join the program and come on in and you can read all about it, all the details, and then join me for the live Q&A today if you can make it. Talk to you soon. Way, I want to invite you into the Stop Drinking and Start Living program. It is the last time you will ever have to start the process of stopping again. It's your opportunity to learn a new way of life, free of the burdens of alcohol, and find out what's possible when you no longer have the desire to drink. With lifelong access and unlimited live support from me, you will never be left wondering about the how. All you have to know is that you are ready for change. I teach you how to build the clarity, confidence, and commitment you need to be authentically you without alcohol in any situation. It's time to answer the calling of your highest self. Register today by following the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, and I will see you on the inside.